0: podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. It'd
1: be, it be sounding all right. Look at you. You're training me. I, I I actually knew where to go. You know, you make this screw up enough, you know, you kind of, well, I don't, I, I didn't touch anything. I just restarted this stuff the next day. I haven't touched anything in two years, three years, or something. I don't know. It's been maybe even longer than that. It's uh kind of crazy, but hey, you know, we're we're back. Alarmo, where you at? Okay, there we go. Let's get Alarmo going. He's pumped up. Well, actually, Alarmo was down because wow, the markets are like, what is it, 400 points? I saw that's not good for us on the crypto side when uh Uh, The the Dow is down 537 points right now, S&P 73, NASDAQ down a point. So that, uh, of course, is going to affect our beloved crypto market, which we're now hovering around 49 instead of 50. But we will bounce back and stronger than ever, as always. Anyway, it is what it is. Good morning to one and all. Feeling a little better. I'm feeling closer to myself uh, after a week of what I would call hell. Pretty much, ton of pain, um, but uh, actually, this may become something of a blessing for me, uh, since I've always been a side sleeper. I my the way I I uh, fold it up the bed because it's one of those beds that you know you can mold a little bit and move it around. And so my wife was like, you need to, you need to lift the back a lot more and, 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 and have more support and less strain on your body and trying to get in position. And so it's kind of very hospital beddish, you know, where you lift it up and, and that kind of stuff. And, and sure enough, yesterday I did it and I, uh, and I actually had a good afternoon nap. And then last night, um, you know, I'm not used to sleeping on my back. I'm always on one side or the other. and with my brace, I haven't been able to do it. It's been a mission and yeah. and so uh, I was able to lie on my back and and I actually slept some of the best, you know some of the best rest I've had, probably in a long, long time. So um, I don't know, maybe this is something that I I am going to continue because it's really it's really not healthy to be a side sleeper or especially a chest sleeper. Those are the, apparently that's the worst for you. Um, But side sleeping is not ideal either. It's ideal as being, you know, chest up and back on the bed. That's the idea. I've never been able to sleep like that ever in my life. And so now in this late stage of my life, I'm trying to develop that. And maybe the only way is to have the bed angled the way it is. So uh, discoveries, you know what I mean? And so uh, it's done well for me. So my right leg pain, uh, the thigh and the hip, all that, that's kind of gone. The knee, I had a little bit yesterday, very little. So it's like the least amount of pain I've had. Now, now my fat ass is dealing with a sore left foot. Why? Because this 260-pound man, 50-something, I don't know, I'm somewhere in that area now, because I've lost more weight, but uh, since I've been bouncing around on that foot for a week, <laughs> you know, I when I used to play basketball, this is why I I, I promise you, when I fix this foot, I am going to go on a workout like madness. I am not going to be out of shape again. No, I'm not doing it anymore. Had an incident with Pat in Asheville at the U2 concert where I just got hyperventilated. From running too much, and it wasn't really a long distance. It was stairs more more than anything else. And then this whole scenario, and I gotta get in shape. I gotta get in shape. And so uh, that's the one thing. This will be a nice wake up call physically for me, because I need it badly, man, badly. So sometimes the writing is on the wall, and your dumbass has to like take you know the advice and go with it, right? And I've been really stupid for very long not taking care of my body, and I'm paying the price now. If I would have kept playing basketball, which I love to play, right, and I would have kept hopping and rebounding and doing all the things you do in basketball, do you think the last week I would be in pain from hopping around? No, of course not, because my ankle would have been used to hopping around. But since my ankle's not used to hopping around and carrying all this weight on one ankle, the overcompensation, there you go. So now my foot is like, you know, it's – like sore as hell. <laughs> and I'm sure that will go away as the weeks pile up because your body gets used to it. You're breaking in all these muscles, you know. So that's been my life. The Last week, it has not been fun. I, I got to tell you, it's not been fun. But hopefully I can start getting some decent sleep if this is going to lead to it. I haven't slept well in, oh God, I don't know how many, how many decades it's been. <laughs> years uh it, it feels like decades but it's been a long long time actually so hopefully this will will help out so that's it the good thing is watching crypto go watching bitcoin go over 50 uh the kryptonite pump the neutron pump the avalanche pump the chain link pump the ethereum pump so you know yeah we're we're getting closer we're 63 days away from the having. So you know that there's other things that are gonna make me feel a lot better, and uh, and and definitely, the uh, the run we're about to have here, we're just starting, we're just getting it going with uh, with Bitcoin and crypto. It's gonna be a beautiful 2024, man. So we got uh, some stuff to talk about. We got some people to talk to. Ira Winderman will stop by at 10:30. Uh, we'll talk about the heat. The problems are mounting in a big-time way. And because you didn't take the season seriously like you never do under Jimmy Butler, and I know Jimmy has some personal issues right now and it has nothing to do with it. I'm just saying, prior to this, your lackadaisical ways have created the environment you're in. And so now when you have this kind of adversity – and you're sitting there at the eighth spot it gets worse because you didn't take care of business unlike the panthers who actually are true professionals they take the game seriously there is no you know uh game management bullshit there's none of this crap and they play a much more physical game than the nba ever will Okay, the NBA needs to play a 200-game season to equal what hockey does in '82. All right, and there is no load management in hockey, so the heat problems are mounting big time. And you know, this is there. There are you have sold your soul, Miami Heat. What you used to profess, what you used to be, you are no longer. And that is something that needs to be talked about. You're no longer the hardest working team. You have not been the hardest working team in a few years now. The hardest working team works hard all the time. That's the Panthers, by the way. Of the winter teams... Our hardest working team is no longer the Miami Heat. And that's been the case for a while now. So you sold your soul to Jimmy Butler, and it's been a great run. And maybe we'll have another great run again. But you have also erased your identity. And we'll talk to Ira Winderman about that because... Your identity was that you were the, you know, best in shape team, the hardest working team, all that does not exist anymore. You were the best defensive team out there or one of them constantly. You're no longer that anymore. And as you saw the Jalen Brown and Duncan Robinson incident, you are no longer the tough team that you used to be also. Okay? So there's a lot of... um characteristics of the Miami Heat that are disappearing. And I know it's part of today's game, but it was part of the game to a certain extent five, 10, 15, and 20 years ago. You always had your teams that didn't work hard, but it wasn't the Heat. You always had other teams that weren't tough. wasn't the Heat. You had other teams that would take shit it wasn't the Heat. So, I'm just saying, you know, things are changing. Things have changed. Players have changed. And so has the Heat organization. It no longer mirrors that organization that that, that Riley developed and that Spo picked up for several years. Now lately, it has changed because of the soul searching that you've been doing. And I don't know who, you know, we got to blame it on Riley, right? I mean, because we have to credit Riley for all the success. We're going to have to blame Riley for any of the shortcomings, correct? We have to be fair here. So you sold your soul to certain players that can't play defense, which is not the heat way. You sold your soul to have a superstar that isn't working harder than everybody else. I'm not used to that. I'm used to Dwayne Wade falling, you know, seven times getting up eight. I'm used to Alonzo Mourning with the scowl and those elbows and, and never say die attitude. That is what I grew up watching. And while the Jimmy Butler personal issue is tragic, it is horrible that he has to go through it. And our prayers are for him and his family. It sucks that to watch Terry go through. His injury, the good thing is it's not as serious. Uh, the Jay Rich dislocation, just, this is all bad luck, okay? It's all bad luck. But setting aside the bad luck, where you're at, you're 28 and 25. Why are you 28 and 25? Because you didn't give a shit about the regular season. And so now you have no room for error. And so when things happen... And shit will happen as you have watched. I'm sorry, uh, Sean, did Barkov not go? Did he just not go through like a month or two without scoring a damn goal or something like that? Did the Panthers lose all the time? No, no, they, they kept winning, right? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So their superstar doesn't even score goals, and they continue to win. I wonder why. Maybe some guy named Reinhardt or something. I don't know. Some guy named Kachuk or something. I have no idea. Is there a Lamborghini in the house? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know what's going on here. I'm not exactly sure. It's not like I watch the Panthers, right? I mean, you know, it's like you watch the Panthers and you watch the Heat and you're like, the Panthers took from the Heat what the Heat used to do And now they're blueprinting it and now they're doing it now every year. And the heat is going backwards. They're no longer that team that, you know, we, we idolize and respected because of the way, you know, the Shula teams, it's got, there, there are certain coaches, Laranega, you know, there are certain coaches, Riley, there are certain coaches that you, you, you knew what you were getting and you knew what the player they make a mistake or two, of course, because everybody's human. But more often than not, your team was going to make less mistakes. Your team was going to outwork the other one. Your team was going to be more physical than the other one. Your team wasn't going to take shit from other people. It's not the heat anymore. So, anyway, I, I just go by what I see and – it's just not what I'm used to, unfortunately, you know. But we'll have uh, Ira Winderman here at the bottom of the hour, and we'll uh, we'll talk about all these issues. Uh, he back in action tonight against the Bucks. They're already uh, an eight-point dog in this one. Let's see what happens tonight. Uh, Duncan's even questionable with uh, with the arm injury. Uh, Panthers and Penguins on Wednesday. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, what else? We got some dolphin stuff I want to get into, Super Bowl. There's a, an interesting talking point that nationally, locally, everybody's going off on. I think we're kind of uh, losing track on it. I want to get into it a little bit. And, uh, and also something that, We are watching on the Super Bowl stage that affects Mike McDaniel, and uh, we'll get into that also on the show. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you when I'm right, and I'll tell you when I'm wrong, okay? I was convinced Travis Kelsey was going to retire. They would win it. And I thought that was part of his intensity, even when he got into you know uh, Reed's face. Like uh, I'm sure he was saying, like you know, get me the damn ball. I want to win this game. Whatever you know, intensity gets the best of all of us at one point or another. And luckily, they won, so that that incident didn't get magnified too much. But um, I thought for sure he was going to retire. I thought, you know, this guy's in love. This guy's got human he his body's been beaten up he's 34 years old he's a first ballot hall of famer well you know what i got to change that i'm wrong about that too right because these morons they didn't put in a first time first ballot hall of famer antonio gates so i i don't know our voters are kind of freaking stupid just got to say hall of fame voters you people are shameful you're embarrassing Okay, you're an absolute embarrassment leaving Antonio Gates out. Some people deserve their right. Give it to them, dude. You know, Antonio Gates, whenever Kelsey retires and Kittle, you know, these are Gronk. These are elite of the elite. We are blessed that we were in this zone of just amazing tight ends. So when certain people retire, you just give them the damn honor already. There's no reason to wait. And now that I'm thinking about it, maybe Travis Kelsey doesn't get in on the first ballot with these morons. I mean, he does have championships, something that Antonio Gates didn't win, but it's not his fault. My God, it was third down. You knew Antonio Gates was going to get the ball, and you still couldn't stop it. You still could not stop it. If that's not the, the definition of a Hall of Famer, like, I'm coming at you. I'm Jim Brown, and you're not stopping me. I'm Walter Payton, and I'm putting this helmet right in the center of your chest. I'm going to put you on your ass, and then I'm going to run 15 more yards. Like, you know, there are certain people that are just what they are, and there's no reason for us to make them wait. None. Derek Jeter retires. Put his ass in the Hall of Fame right away. We don't need to wait. Mariano Rivera retires. Don't waste any goddamn time. The second it's the the, the second the five year ticks right. I think it's five years. It put his ass right in. You know, just certain people. There, it's just it is what it is. Give them their respect. They earned it. Antonio Gates earned it. So, I was wrong about Travis Kelsey retiring this year because he talked about repeating right. So he's going to come back. But I'm also wrong about him being a first ballot Hall of Famer. It is in my eyes. But I don't know. We got some idiots that are voting. And uh, I, I, can't, I can't help you. You know, I can't help the idiots that vote. You know what I mean? Anybody that didn't have Antonio Gates as a first ballot, we should strip you of your vote. That's all. We should strip you of your vote. Because you didn't watch the game at all. That guy was unstoppable. It's the one thing you knew that you always had to be prepared for. Besides Ladanian Tomlinson for a short time there for, what, seven, eight years, nine years, he had this run. Antonio Gates had a run for, I don't know, what is it, 14, 15 years or whatever? Just something stupid. And every time the Dolphins played him, it was just one of those that you knew it was coming, dude. And that guy was, and and our team would struggle covering tight ends on average during his era. Perfect timing for that. Anyway, so I was definitely wrong about Travis Kelsey retiring. Got that one wrong. Uh, so good for him. He's gonna come back. That's uh that's I mean, listen, three Pete is something special. Nobody's done that. You know, our Dolphins had the chance. We screwed up the first one. You know, that's just kind of that that was that was the team that had a chance for a three-peat. We lost the first one and then won the second and third. But Miami had a beautiful chance for a three. They did a three-peat appearance. That's been done before, but nobody's actually won all three in a row. And Kansas City can definitely do that next year. I mean, why would anybody doubt Kansas City? I, I don't know. Some of you. I I was laughing. I got to say, I was laughing at a ton of you in the Baltimore week. I'll give you a break with San Francisco because they have, like, an actual passer, but, like, you know, like, you haven't watched all these years before with Lamar in these moments. Like, when he runs into a real quarterback, it's just, you know, whatever. You know, they ran into a rookie and a team that was just happy to be there in the Houston Texans. Fabulous job. You know, for D'Amico Ryan's, but that was the perfect team to play in the first round, and all you, all these people, oh Lamar and the and the Ravens easily, oh yeah, they'll take care of the Chiefs. Like, what the hell were you people watching? Like that was the easy. Like this past week, I'm 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 in the middle of the game on Sunday, and you're gonna keep giving me more points, and I've got Pat Mahomes. Let's go, dude. Let's go. It's a beautiful thing. You want to be this stupid? Let's go. You you gave me seven in that game. I had the Chiefs plus seven on the live line. I just kept doubling and tripling the bet, and just, you want to do this? Great. I love my investment. Same thing I do in crypto. If I love the investment and it's going down, I'm buying even more. So when it returns it's exploding cuz you bought it at its low and it's low was, I think I don't know did any anybody get more than my my uh p- plus 7 in the the chiefs I at least for me and I was kind of on top of it watching it cuz I always do i watch the live line um I uh I took the plus 7 I I jumped all over that shit That was beautiful man So it's a beautiful thing All right, what do we got here? Uh, Steve Chapman is number one. I hope your pain is subsiding. It is. It is. And one leg and then increasing in another foot. Uh, uh, Feeling better today? Pump that BTC. Yes, sir. Eric Trujillo is in the house. He says crypto to the moon. Uh, Ray, thank you very much. Jamie Zoria out in San Jose reminding everybody to smash that like button. Please smash it. Time spent watching is very important. It's the most important thing you can contribute outside of visiting great sponsors like Top Gun Indoor Range, which, by the way, in March, we're going to have another shooting competition. So get ready. We're going to give you the date Uh, by the end of the week. We will have the date for you. I wanted to do it by the end of February, but, you know, there's like a foot problem with me. So we're going to do it towards the end of March instead. So we'll have some fun there. Oh, let's see. Joseph is in. Kyle Cockrell. Yes, sir. Kyle's happy of the 50K on the Bitcoin. Gus Gus 1388. Cosa Nostra. Steven Gonzalez. First and foremost, hope you're feeling well, my brother, with a speedy recovery. Oh, the Marlins are a piece of crap organization until I see new ownership is done. Yeah, and you're not going to get new ownership because he's happy making his money and taxes and all that. And you saw the Jorge Soler thing. You know, it's the Marlins are what they are, dude. And they can try to talk anything else, but it's it's what you do. Your actions are are going to show us what you really are. Nico Jones is in. Taylor Rausch, never, never seen this name on here. Hope everyone's doing well. Good luck with the healing process, big O. Thank you, Taylor. Eric Scott in. No more football for a while. Let's go, Panthers. Amen to that, sir. I saw Cam Wake is under consideration for Hall of Fame. Why doesn't Richmond Webb get consideration? Because he didn't win. That's it. It's not that he didn't have a Hall of Fame-worthy career. He did. And But when you don't win, it doesn't get magnified. It's what I told you about Antonio Gates not getting in as a first ballot. It's ridiculous. Like, he's a Hall of Famer. Problem is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And they passed him up this past year for the first. He should have been in with this class because there's no doubt. Yet they passed him up. What are you going to do? You know, it's just, it's weird. Why? Antonio Gates has no Super Bowls. Travis Kelsey will get in right away and both I'm not gonna tell you Kelsey's just that much better than Gates or Gates that much better than Kelsey or anything. They're both amazing. They both are first ballot, no doubt. But Kelsey has the championships. And that's just the way we treat the players. It's not fair. Just because you're a Hall of Famer and it's not your it, it's not your fault you didn't end up in a situation that didn't end up with a Super Bowl or a World Series or an NBA title or whatever it is. Mitch Richmond killed himself in Sacramento, carrying that franchise every stinking year until he got out of hell. Was he a Hall of Famer? Hell yeah, he was a Hall of Famer. Just watch his ass. I mean, but it's not his fault he ends up in Sacramento. You know, it's just, it, it, shit happens, man. But we 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 penalize the players for it at times. And Antonio Gates is a perfect example of Hall of Fame voting this past week. So Richmond Webb, no titles, no real big success. The one trip to the Super Bowl. Okay. By the way, wait a minute. The one trip to the Super Bowl, was he part of it? Hmm. I'm not sure. Can you look that up, Sean? Now I'm trying to think about it. Was Richmond Webb part of the Super Bowl team in 1984? I'm not sure now, actually. If it is, it's barely close. But I want to say he might not have been the the starting left tackle on that Super Bowl. I'm not sure now. Anyway. All right, let's get to a little basketball. We got some issues, unfortunately. Uh, Ira Winderman's been covering these issues from day one for the South Florida Sunset. No, let's get to our Acura of Pembroke Pines, Miami Heat, and NBA report next.
0: Keep fans. Time for the best insight of your favorite team with insider Ira Winderman, exclusively on the Big O Radio Show. It's the Acura of Pembroke Pines, Miami Heat and NBA Report. Here's Ira Winderman.
1: All right, some of you are telling me that I'm right, that he wasn't there. So, uh, right, right, Ira? What? Richmond wasn't there for that Super Bowl,
0: right? right? Like you're asking me here in Milwaukee without my computer on. So I'll, I'll leave that up to you, Big O. I, I, I trust the shit out of you, dude. You can talk <laughs> sports. Get the hell out of here. you got to give me the show pre-prep sheet.
1: <laughs> I I I didn't know I was coming to this. This just happened just out of some guy ass. You know what I mean? But I trust you when it comes to sports. You follow everything, dude. So you're not, you're not one. Because it normally a lot of riders are kind of tunnel vision into their own sport and their own team because that's what they cover all the damn time. They don't really have a lot of time. But you, Jason Cole, there's been a couple of guys that I've run into over the years that you can talk them all. And you're well, one, the of-
0: one thing I'll say to your point before I came on with a Racker Pembroke Pines report is this whole thing of, are you a hall of famer because you won a championship or not, unless you're an individual sport, the boxing hall of fame, the tennis hall of fame, the golf hall of fame, where it's you, these are team sports. And yes, a player should elevate a team. I get that big O, but you can only elevate so much. And, exactly. and, and, and let's face it. If Jordan didn't have Pippen and Horace Grant or Dennis Rodman and Phil Jackson alongside, there would not have been that right. There wouldn't have been because I know it was late in his career. We saw in Washington a different player, but you see that all the time. You need everything around you.
1: And about is is about uh, is Rory Sparrow and Orlando… Um, Rollridge.
0: Orlando or- sure.
1: and you, and you And he scores… 50 and you lose by 60 against the Celtics. You know,
0: that, that's, that's what used to happen to Jordan. Right. Coach, right? coach, coach by our friend, Kevin Lockery. Exactly. Right. You, you, you need Team sports are so different that, honestly, I throw it out the window. When it comes even, you know, even all-stars, people say you have to have a winning record of where do you stand. People are going to talk now about whether uh, Victor Wembanyama should be Rookie of the Year or Defensive Player of the Year. Hey, you do what you can the best you can, but you're also drafted into circumstances. And when you're drafted into a circumstance, hey, like a Tua, with a coach like Brian Flores who doesn't trust you, you wind sure. up in a different situation. You have to have – Matter of fact, the best word is chemistry. And if you don't have that chemistry, it doesn't matter how great a player you are. But again, the Hall is for individuals. Team championships are for teams you all share in the rings. That's the difference. Does it enhance your legacy? Of course it does. But it has to be right place, right time, just as much for players.
1: It's not like I just, right before you came on, Mitch Richmond, we used to watch him kill himself in Sacramento. And you can only lift the king so much in those days. And he did what he did. Then, when you put him with better players,
0: Sure, run you, TMC with Golden State and Tim Hardaway, and, and you wind up in those situations. But you know what? It's also a case of when you can look at the Carmelones, the Charles Barkley, the John Stockton's. Not everyone wins a championship. Look, Dan Marino. You know, you go back to that. Well, Dan's not a champion, so he's not a great quarterback. I don't know. I saw him in every Super Bowl commercial. He must have a certain degree of greatness there also. And you know what? If Lionel Messi doesn't, doesn't win the championship this year, he's still a damn pretty good player. Just the team yeah. you're on.
1: That's right. And Webb was drafted 90, so it's him. So they didn't even make it to that Super Bowl run. So I, that's the that's the reason why Webb has probably no shot at making, unless it's like a veteran type of thing, you know, down the line. All right. So let's get to this. Sure. Um, terrible, terrible luck, obviously, Jimmy. Terrible personal issue, unfortunately. Terry, bad good news, I guess, right? Because it's only a knee strain Could train. have been worse.
0: The old could have been worse, and 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 you know what the good news. Also, was the timing? The Heat have an eight-day All-Star break. There was right. a chance Terry Rozier could w- miss more than two weeks and only miss three games because of the way the Heat schedule is. Because they come back. They play at New Orleans to start a road trip on a Friday and they're off that Saturday, Sunday. So he could wind up two full weeks away and missing three games. Tommy's not the worst there. Josh Richardson, I think more two to probably four weeks, but again, not as critical to the overall picture for the heat.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. And then obviously the Jay rich uh, stuff, which got, I I felt pain when he's writhing in pain on the floor because, You right away, you knew it was serious, obviously. So, this is terrible. But you know, the part that kind of bothers you a little bit is guys, if you would have taken the regular season seriously from the get go and built up a better record, had just yeah, you just have no room for error. You're looking at the standings, you're at number eight. I hope this Terry situation turns out to you know develop the way you said where he only misses a couple games and it doesn't affect his return that he can get back to form and help the team out a little bit because this team has no room for error. It's almost, the rest of this season is almost like you're in a playoff intensity mode. But they, to-
0: but they still won't play it that way because of the play-in and how they got back last year. But you're right, Big O. Right now, the Heat situation, they are number eight. They would start the play-in on the road at Orlando. If they lose that game, they'd come home, play the winner of Atlanta, Chicago. It's almost like groundhog day. Like we're back to where we were last year in the same situation. The teams you're chasing, let's be honest. We'll be honest right now. You're not catching Boston. You're not catching Milwaukee. And as much as it pains you to say it, you're not catching New York. You're not catching Cleveland. So there's two spots left there to catch Indiana or Philly. Well, Tomorrow would have been the perfect opportunity. In Philadelphia, without Joel Embiid, you're going with Butler, you're going with Rozier, you're going with Richardson, you gain a game, except you don't have those three. So what's set up as a favorable situation without Embiid, not so much anymore for you. So if you don't catch Philly or you don't catch Indiana, you're in the play So So you're right. They are in a subset of playoffs. Look, I, I would say this, Big O. Maybe you'll disagree.
1: This team doesn't have a Reinhardt. When Kachuk is out, there is no Reinhardt.
0: And there's no power play also. They don't play a lot of five on four. But that's a story for another day. So, but so you, when, you know what those, the analogy means. Yes, okay? I do. But I also know this, Big O. Big O, matter of fact, I'm going to put this on your plate now. I still believe this. If the Heat make the finals eight in the playoffs and get into the playoffs, except for the Celtics, I do not believe there's not another team the Heat can't beat in a best of seven. Boston, I think, is with Porzingis's height against the Heat, has separated themselves. But you know what? I'll go against Doc Rivers as the Bucks coach. I've seen him coach in the playoffs. Yeah. I'll go against the happy-to-be-here New York Knicks that are going to drop streamers when they win a single playoff game, let alone a playoff series. I'll go against the glad-to-be-here Cleveland Cavaliers, those other top four teams. So I think as long as the Heat can avoid number eight, because it seems pretty clear now Boston's going to be number one. Yeah, I'd go into any other series with the Heat and feel I have a shot. You have to avoid number eight.
1: Yeah, wow. but Mickey's also got to hate this because less home games, less money for for the team too. That's the other thing that uh, I know. Uh, Heat, not Heat, NBA owners love their home games.
0: No, uh, home playoff games, you know, is, is part of it. The deep playoff run matters. Here's another thing: Do the Heat spend the money? About six hundred thousand dollars or so to even add a player on a ten-day contract. They pay about two hundred thousand dollars, but because of the Heat's tax position, it's more. You need bodies now. Even a Jamari Bouye, say what you want. You just need bodies without Rozier, without Richardson. So it'll be interesting to see, with Richardson out, with Rozier out, do they bring in another player? Do they spend more? Do they put it all on Alondis Williams, Mr. 50-point G League, to come in here? This will show how committed they are to the moment. But you know here in Milwaukee, Eric Spolscher is going to walk out this evening and go, we have enough. God bless him.
1: Yeah, I know. Um When you when you made this, Jimmy, a move and we start to look at heat characteristics, you were always the hardest working team. You're no longer the hardest working team anymore. Uh, The toughness. I don't know if this is uh, the toughest team out there when it comes to defense. This was always a great defensive franchise. Again, you've inherited a lot of uh, players that characteristically just don't bring a lot of defense to the table. So there's a lot of you know a, a lack of balance out there, which really was not something that happened during the Riley era and the early parts of the Spo era. Now I'm not blaming this necessarily on Spo. I'm blaming this on the general malaise of the NBA, the player that that, that kind of the NBA has developed now, unfortunately, but it's that's the kind of, this is why you're in these constant holes. Now, the characteristics that we kind of grew up loving and admiring from what Pat Riley to Eric Spolstra, those characteristics have kind of dried up a little bit and they're not met to the same standard. Let's put it that way.
0: Well, they haven't brought in those kind of players. And I think when you look at that, you also look at the power rotation and your tough guys. And let's face it, this is a smallish undersized team. You know, it's interesting. I, I figured we might get to this debate, so I'll sort of jump in here. People were ripping Bam for not getting in Jalen Brown's face for oh, shaking not- hands with Jason Tatum after. Look, in a game when you didn't have Jimmy Butler and two other players, the worst thing would have been for your leading man to get ejected in that game. Bam did have to pull back to a degree and not get in the middle of the scrum. They needed him in that game. This isn't Udonis Haslam playing four minutes a season, going against Dwight Howard, getting kicked out two minutes in, this is a different situation, but I think what the Heat lack, because they lack that defensive presence at the rim, you could see it, every game of Bam goes out, Kevin loves your biggest big man, they're attacking the rim, I would attack the rim, you can't be the biggest, toughest, meanest, nastiest, when you don't have biggest, toughest, meanest, nastiest in your rotation, I still think they need another Heat big man, look, Big O, you remember this, there was a time when Dwayne Debner came in. He was very good at what he did. He was the big muscle guy they needed during that season. Even last season, look, Cody Zeller flamed out in the playoffs, but he was a big body. There are so many times you see the heat beaten over the top. Eric Spolster said it after Sunday, those offensive rebounds. Boston gets the ball back. We've got to do something. You know what? You can't be big as, mean, as, nastiest, toughest, and play small ball. You can't. Mike D'Antoni's sons were not biggest, toughest, meanest. They were playing small ball. You need to have a bit more of a balance. I think the roster construction this year, once Thomas Bryant absolutely flamed out, and with Orlando Robinson not quite ready, and I don't mean this in a mean sort of way, but with Nikola Jovich on the softer side, just because he's 21, just because he's still mm-hmm. learning, how to yeah. play the game? He's not going to be a badass mf'er. I get
1: that. Plus, let's be honest. How many bad mfers come from Europe? Okay, keep keep, keep going. Go ahead. Don't worry about it.
0: You know go what? I, I would put I would put Nikola jo- Jokic in there because I That's think he only because he
1: weighs three hundred and twenty pounds. He can just push everybody aside. But um, I would have to go back. Let's go. Let's get away from a three hundred pounder. I'll go back to Drazen. Petrovic.
0: Yes, for a back horse I got, yeah.
1: I'm gonna go. If you want me, if you want me to find a tough, hard-nosed European player, that's that mofo right yeah, there.
0: No, it, Outside it, of that, that they don't exist. No, they I, really wrote a story don't. This, I wrote a story this year. I spoke to Boyan Bogdanovich from the Hawks, and I said, Why, why is Nikola such a nice guy? He goes, It's the culture, it's who we are. These are countries that went through war and had enough of that and wanted to establish a decorum and a peace and you see a different nature in players especially I'm, now.
1: Graham is not dropping any hammer that's not that's not who he is. He's not this guy, young this guy, not old this guy, young this guy. He's not that's not who he is. He's not PJ Brown, you know, it, it's just there's there's a different type I agree. of
0: the theory. lineage the lineage has changed of who they brought in. You tend to go more these days for skill in the NBA because you're not allowed to touch another player anyway. So you're not going to have your Rick Mahorns. You're not going to have your McFilthy McNasties with Jeff Ruland. It's a different year and a different time. But I do agree, sort of like you see even in hockey, you do need an enforcer type of player for a just-in-case moment like we saw on Sunday. And again, the Heat have an open roster spot. So they certainly can get that kind of player if they wanted. I love how Heat Nation said they were shocked that UD didn't run out of the stands because he was at the game on Sunday. So, yeah, different time, different player, different roster, and all that stuff he sees scribbled on the lane with these new culture jerseys and the culture court probably doesn't define this Heat team particularly well. I do agree with that.
1: All right, let me uh, piss off the really uptight Heat Nation out there for just a little bit. I don't mean anything bad by it, to be quite honest, but they will take it that way, unfortunately. Uh, I love Jaquez being in the dunk contest because it's fun for him. Get that shit out of your system early on in your career. I I know he can dunk, but I don't really look at him like he's going to help me with all kinds of dunks. But what I do look at it as, I look at the NBA saying, hey, We don't get a lot of big names, but that dude is marketable as a young dude. Everybody around the league already knows him. He's winning Rookie of the Month honors like it's going out of style. He might not be the best dunker, but he actually brings a name to a competition that has no names anymore. So I actually thought business-wise, it was genius by the NBA to put Jaquez there. Overall, it's selfish for me as a Heat fan that he's there. Great. But in the big picture, I just think it was more of a a business tool and really smart on their part because –
0: a lot to do with it. And just the fact that he is a Mexican-American, the Hispanic angle, that plays – (laughs) the NBA markets, they sell. I agree with that. I still am concerned that this is a player less than two weeks removed from a severe groin injury playing in a dunk contest who's going to try to use all his adrenaline to get all pumped up for that. Granted, they're going to have four days off – five days off after that competition – but again, True. you're not even dunking against Obi Toppin. You're dunking against his brother. You're not even dunking against an NBA player. You're dunking against Mac McClung, a G League player for the Osceola or whatever they're called these days, Magic, in Orlando's Orlando's farm team. So you're in a different place. Jalen Brown's going to be there. So I think instead of, of Jaime dunking, I think he should choke him out when Jalen Brown goes up. But, hey, that's just me talking here. It, it's It's – I don't mean this in a bad way. It's a garbage competition. I love the three-point shooting contest because it's real and what players do anyway. I think the Steph Curry-Sabrina shootout will be fun because it brings a WNBA legend out there. You can have some fun with it. The dunk contest is tired, and unless you get—it's All-Star weekend. Unless you get the best of the best, what are you getting out there? So they'll try to hype it up, and maybe Jalen Brown, because he's an All-Star, gives it a name. But I just think the time has come and gone. All the dunks have been done. We're past yeah. that dunking era. It's a different time in the NBA. Give us a skills challenge. Give us something that's silly and fun. God bless Jaime. Hope he wins. Not a big deal if he doesn't.
1: Sorry, kitties, that you missed Dr. J and Larry Dance Nance and Dominique Wilkins and Mike. Connie Hawkins.
0: Connie Hawkins. Throwing Connie Hawkins.
1: Yeah, and Connie Hawkins. Sorry kids, you missed the real dunk contest with the real superstars competing yeah. in it. You know, with Larry Bird just
0: going like this and just just like that.
1: You know, just it's a it's a beautiful thing. All right, what do you got going on in the Sun Sentinel so folks can check you out?
0: You know, Duncan Robinson finally came around, had a good game Sunday. I talked to him what it was like that concussion in New York didn't know he have had one. And again, that's a scary thing for players because he thought he had a headache. He thought he was ill. His head slammed to the court in Madison Square Garden. He said only now is he feeling better because of that. And now you got Jalen Brown trying to rip a socket out of his arm. So now he's questionable tonight here in Milwaukee with a strained elbow, strained shoulder. No, no crap. You know, after what happened to him, you can understand that obviously yeah. shorthanded going in. Looking at the possibility of who the Heat might add with these players being out now, I think a 10-day contract is most likely. Maybe, like I mentioned, Jamari Bouye coming back. They could look at other rights. I think you sit back and you wait for the buyout market. Doesn't DeLon Wright come come available? Is there another player, especially someone willing to take a 10-day contract? Or do you just try to weather this? And my ask Ira today at SunSentinel.com was, is Bam tough enough? Does he show enough of that muscle and grit? And my thought is this. He doesn't have to. But someone does. Matter of fact, I'm going to put this on your plate right now because you hit me with the Richmond Webb one. Right now, if you had a pick from the Heat players, Orlando, Al Zagari, and our Pem- Accurate Pembroke Pines report, who is the toughest Heat player on this roster right now, in your view?
1: It's Jimmy Butler by miles and miles and miles. It's even not even. Pr-
0: even as a perimeter wing player, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, everything. He's just the the. He's the only guy because he's the only star on the team, which I keep telling all you people this. Stars can turn it on and turn it off. Stars can impose their offensive will. He's the only player on the Miami Heat that can do what Bosch and LeBron and Alonzo Mourning and Tim Hardaway and Wade, the, you know, like the real stars we've had here. Right. The only guy, and that's what I've been trying to explain to you all for years now. I love Bam. He's a super role player. Is well, what he is. Stars impose their will. He can't do it.
0: And the it's other not- tough guy I would have mentioned, just because he's such a dirty mf, might have been Kyle Lowry, because he's kind of like Isaiah. Like there'll be a fight, and he won't punch you in the face, but he'll shove you from the back and walk away. He was that kind of guy. So young, we- Lowry. Yeah.
1: young Lowry, this yeah. Lowry well, looks a little
0: more- slower, little different times. Maybe we'll see him tomorrow in Philadelphia. But he was the guy. So interesting young times. Young Lowry with like a boot right
1: now, you know, after foot surgery. So right. yeah. No, I'll,
0: I'll, leave, I'll leave that alone so again tough road trip tonight here in Milwaukee Bucks on the second night of a back-to-back but he got in late with travel problems tomorrow in Philly then you regroup see what you have but I agree that he put themselves behind the eight ball because they lollygagged through too many games now it's going to be this real 30 28 game fight to the finish that it shouldn't have to be but they have no other choice
1: so you're finally with me on the super
0: role player thing no because I think honestly Big O Honestly, here, if you're watching your screen, I think Bam has gone like this this year. I think there were even times, you agreed, when Bam Bam was at his best and had that real good run, say, in December and was rebounding and was scoring and was saying, give me the goddamn ball because I'm going to freaking dunk the ball. I'm going to get to the foul line for 10 free throws, for 20 free throws. I'm going to get there. He was a different player. So right now we're riding the Bam coaster, but I do see a high point for him where if he reaches his height, He's more than a super role player.
1: All right, let's hope so because uh, we've been waiting. How, how long is it now? Seven years? Six years? Yeah, been waiting for that. 2017. All right. Yeah, follow him on Twitter at Ira IraHeep. Catch his work there at the South Florida Sun Sentinel. No, better yet, subscribe. Ira, have a fantastic week and safe travels, my friend. Because you're you traveling. next week
0: during the All Star break in our accurate Pembroke Pines report. Thanks, Big O.
1: Thank you, sir. There you go, Ira Winderman. Excellent, excellent conversation as always. Uh, By the way, how many of you have crossed over finally with me? Super role player. You know, you, you, you can't keep thinking Bam is a franchise superstar. They may pay him like that, but he's not. He's a very important player. Very good player. He's a super role player. He's not a superstar. He's not a franchise game-changing player. He's a super support player. He can help you in all the other ways. But he doesn't have what you know, what Ira was talking about with Bam. or like he played in December. That I was like, whoa, is this uh the new bam? And you know, he went back to being Bam. And that's just not the case, unfortunately, for this team. This team the, the, this is not going to help them and put them over the top. And this is why they've had great runs. But because Jimmy doesn't have that other SOB next to him, Bam doesn't have a, any SOB in him. He's such a great human being. He just doesn't. Ha- you know, Alonzo Morning was a good dude, but a son of a bitch. Like he played with an edge, dude. I dealt with his ass every day. And he was awesome. But there were moments that the dude was moody. Zoe can be moody. Tim Hardaway could be moody. Terrific dudes. But they had an edge to them. They they expected something. They wanted the ball. They needed the ball at the end of the game. And if they missed... You didn't want to be within 30 feet of those people. And losses, we did not look forward to, you know, huddling around Alonzo Mourning. That wasn't fucking fun. It's not fun talking to Tim Hardaway about losing. It's not fun watching or talking to Jason Taylor about losing or Zach Thomas. These kind of people, it it, it fuels them, dude. It, It gives them rage. They want revenge. They feel like Graciela, which I started watching. Very overrated. Entertaining. Not great. Just entertaining. If you want to be entertained, watch it. But anyway... You know, just vindictive. You know, just people like, like if 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 the season ended that way, they probably carried it throughout the entire offseason. Bam's not that that, that dude, bro. Pam's not that dude. James Posey would have been right in Jalen Brown's face for doing that to Duncan Robinson. In fact, Jalen Brown would not have done that to James Posey or to Keith Askins or to certain Heat players because he would have gotten punched in the mouth by Udonis Haslam. You know, there are certain guys that that we've had here on this team for years that just aren't going to take your shit. P.J. Brown is not going to take your shit. So the characteristics of the Miami Heat have changed. And unfortunately, they have not done a good job Of finding their their player anymore. I think Hakez is their kind of player. I do. I think he has sob in him. I think it will develop with time. You know, because he's got it. You know, he's got other people, bigger names in front of him. He's got a kind. There's a pecking order and all that. In the next couple years, as the team evolves and he climbs the pecking order, I think he's got a little some bitch in him. That's what I see with that guy. But there's not enough. There's just not enough on the Miami Heat. There aren't enough sons of bitches. That's the problem. That is the problem, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Welton Realm. We love talking about Welt and Realm. Yes, sir. 954 966 4646. Bankruptcy homeowner property damage condo damage criminal defense business owner claims commercial litigation personal injury they're in Hollywood all right excited for them they're moving uh, they're getting some new offices really nice offices i like what they're doing and uh, they've been in Hollywood for a long time they uh they also will service anywhere all throughout florida we've got we've got a listener that of ours in orlando that hired them listeners in the keys that are hiring them all over Palm Beach, Collier County, you name it, they're calling because they listen to the show. They watch the show. We got people watching all over the country, all over the state of Florida, 954-966-4646. If you think you've got a case or you don't know for sure because you and I don't know the laws, I ain't going to argue law because I don't know it. You know what I mean? You call Welton Room. You call the professionals. Consultation's completely free. Ask for Jeff Welt explain your situation. He's going to tell you if you've got it. In fact, one of you, okay, one of our listeners, I don't know the name. He didn't tell me the name, but one of you called last week or the week before. It was two weeks ago because last week I I went through my uh, stuff. It was a week before and um, he couldn't help you, but he led you to a a lawyer that could because it was a specific type of case. He told them you have a case, but that's not my specialty. Let me lead you to somebody that that's their specialty. So, that's how decent of a human being he is that if they somehow it's like some odd case or something, he can even lead you to the person that can help you out. That's just amazing. And that's what you're going to, Jeff Welt and Daniel Rayom are just absolutely awesome people. Daniel Rayom, by the way, is a stunt pilot. All right. Jeff Welt, big music guy. He's getting big into crypto too. So you can talk to him about crypto if you want. And of course he loves his music. So Uh, You can uh, reach out to Jeff, talk about your case, and talk a little music. 954-966-4646. All right, let's see what I got here on the uh, chat board. Remember, you can always make a donation to the show at Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show, Cash App, or Venmo. NorCal, thank you, sir. And by the way, um, uh, Sean uh, confirmed that 1990 is when uh, Richmond Webb was uh, drafted. So, yes, he wasn't there for that Super Bowl uh, run. Uh, let's see. Journey last night was awesome. If you close your eyes, you'd think it was Steve Perry. Yeah. Uh, um, what's it called? Um, Arnell Pineda does an excellent job. I've seen this journey several times. Uh, was total good because that's uh, – I. and by the way, One of our listeners, God bless you, dude. Uh, I don't know if I should say your name on air or not. Um, But he offered me a pair of tickets and a parking pass and everything to the concert last night. And I told him, dude, I'm on one leg and I don't feel like hopping over to a concert and all that. And, you know, it was just I'm not there. I'm not. Oh, God, I would have loved to have gone to that concert to see Journey. But I also wanted to see Toto. Because Steve Luthicker has still been able to keep together uh, a, a really good band, and 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 Toto still sounds great from all the videos I've seen. I've never seen Toto personally, and I know it may not be the original lineup, but you still have Steve Luthicker, uh, you know, driving it, and he is the he always was the driving force for them. Uh so I I uh, I hope Toto was good too, because to me that combination of Toto and Journey, damn dude, that's a great night. Zero, a zero gravity position on the bed. That's what exactly what's going on with me, right? That's what my wife uh, got me to do. She's amazing. Slow and steady, Big O. I got an easy program for you. Well, uh, I definitely got to do it, NorCal, and I am doing it. I am doing it. I'm already losing weight. I've already lost. I, I should be close to 20 pounds already of, of weight loss. So, uh, we're, but you know, you early on, you lose water weight. It's really easy to lose. It's after you get through the first 20, it's when it really starts to become a challenge. You know what I mean? But thank you. I know you're always looking out for him, uh, NorCal. You're the best dude. Uh, Giovanni is in the house. Curtis Johnson is in the house. Thank you, sir. Magnesium is king of sleep. Take magnesium at night. Drink it or something? Is that what we're doing here? I've never heard of that. Share bearer says thumbs up. Okay. Bring to me. Load management sounds like the passing of most work on your teammates. Exactly. Uh listening, watching this the snowfall from the office, dreading the cleanup when I get home. Hang in there, Christian. Love South Florida. Barkov though hustled and he had two to three assists a game helping. No, I I I know, but it's still, you know what I'm saying? One of your superstars in scoring, somebody's got to pick up the if Jimmy doesn't carry you, who's gonna carry you? You know what I mean? Giovanni, that's my point. And so you gotta impose your will. And Bam cannot do that. He doesn't, it's just not in him. Man of a thousand five holds, Armando V, Chimp shock. Earl Campbell, yes, sir. Think Blue Dodgers, fin Fan TV, James Vivinetti. Looking forward to Sean's thoughts on Raw tonight's episode of the Squared Circle Digest. Yes, sir. 8 o'clock tonight, right? 8 o'clock tonight, Squared Circle Digest. All right, let's do it. Hour number two starts. Manny Navarro and our Canesware Miami Hurricanes report is next.